Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome back to Driven in Her Purpose. Well, today we have another special treat. We have on our show retired Lieutenant Colonel Kathy Lowry Gallowitz. She is the founder and CEO of Vanguard Veteran LLC, and she also helps people start and grow military ministries. That's right. Military ministries. <laughs> Are you as surprised as I am? I really didn't know that existed. It is something that apparently is growing and, it, and it's not its not that old of a concept. It's actually kind of new. So it is truly, truly a privilege that we have her on our show to educate us and help us as brothers and sisters to know how we can provide our very own brothers and sisters within our churches and our communities more support, more love, more encouragement, those that have served our countries, our country and their families. They deserve so much of our appreciation beyond a thank you, beyond a thank you. That is for sure. So ladies, you have a special treat today. Not only that, but this month of May, as we're airing this show, is the month that celebrates not only Mother's Day, as you know, and by the way, it's also my birthday this month. Yep. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's also Military Appreciation Month. Yes, yes, yes. But of course, we want to go beyond this month. We don't only want to appreciate our veterans this month, but every single month. And that she definitely will do today. She is going to encourage and inspire us with just her presence and her spirit of giving. Ladies, enjoy. Welcome to Driven in Her Purpose. This is a show that brings women together, women who are answering God's calling in their lives every day and living in their purpose with confidence. I started this show with the purpose of bringing together a community of women who are dreaming, doing, and making an impact on the world using their talents, their gifts, and their life experience. I strongly believe that having a supportive and spirit-filled community is instrumental to starting and growing any business. I believe that women need to be united and lift each other up and help each other shine. With God as our guide, we can do anything. So are you ready to join us? Then let's do this together. Welcome back to another episode of Driven in Her Purpose. I'm Rosie Leonor, your host, and I am so, so happy to have you with me today. Today, I have another very special guest with me. Her name is retired Lieutenant Colonel Kathy Lowry Gallowitz. She is the founder and president of Vanguard Veteran LLC. Hello, Kathy. Welcome. Hey, uh, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, whatever time it is, wherever whatever. you may happen to be listening. Rosie, thanks so much for having me uh, on your just really inspirational podcast and for being a veteran champion yourself. Thank you so much, Kathy. To me, it's an honor that you're here with us. Thank you so much. So uh, I'm very, I've been very excited about this interview because I know that you're doing wonderful things and I, I really can't wait for you to share that with us and also share with us how we can help and how, what we can do, how we can do our part. So why don't we start by, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So just real quickly, I grew up as a Navy brat. This, it, uh, this month happens to be month of the military child. Air Force nursing was my first choice career. Dad paid for nursing school. 
I joined the military because I love leadership, travel, the diversity of the people, the challenges, and serving my country, right? So I spent 29 years in the Air Force, active guard and reserve as a nurse and a public affairs officer. The crowning achievement of my career as a public affairs officer in the Ohio National Guard was to create a never been done before statewide outreach office in response to 9-11 to educate and engage civilians in support of troops and their families. Mm. Because up until 9-11, the reserve component, the reserve and the guard really hadn't been deploying much. And so now in, in our case in particular, the Ohio National Guard as as, um, as were all the guards throughout the nation, was becoming an operational force. And when 80% of our operational force is deploying, that really impacts on their civilian jobs and or their higher education pursuits. So keeping employers on our national security team and helping them understand the value of veteran talent and how we could, you know, really collaboratively work together to, um, you know, support the employer, to encourage the employer to accommodate uh, service, dis you know, disruptions in the workplace and to encourage them to support their deploying service member. So it was my privilege to uh, understand and experience firsthand how much our citizenry really wants to do to support military connected people. In 2017, I started Vanguard Veteran, my business, to equip civilians to become veteran champions. And I wrote my book in 220 called Beyond, Thank You for Your Service, the Veteran Champion Handbook for Civilians, available on Amazon, showcasing about 20 veteran champions, people who had never served, and how, how and what they did to improve quality of life, workforce, and community through their circle of influence, you know, small things, big things, but it, it, it really offers very practical tips on what employers, doctors, lawyers, educators, community leaders, and clergy can do to become veteran champions. You know, this really, Rosie, this isn't rocket science. Mm -hmm. it's, it's people science. Mm. Wow. So that's me professionally, just for fun. Um, I, am, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I am, uh, I'm married to a uh, career active army soldier who has four combat tours. Um, wow. And, you know, all he ever wanted to do was to be a soldier. He is so patriotic, such a fine leader and a combat veteran. He has four children, so I call them my bonus children. <laughs> and um, I am the lucky mother of three boys, Jake, John, and Jamie. And so we now live in Phoenix, in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Only only been here a couple of years. Wow, wow. Very impressive. <laughs> this is this is amazing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, Kathy. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I know that um, I, 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 when we were talking earlier before we started uh, hitting the record button, I know that um, I, I expressed to you something that, you know, I, I wanted to talk about military ministries because, and I'll tell you why. Um, 
you know, ministry for me and my husband as well is very important, uh, both in, in within our church community and just in our community. So anytime any Christian, Christian person, Christian woman, Christian man can have an opportunity to um, do what Jesus taught us to do, to do, to do what he exemplified us to do is serve using our gifts, our talents, uh, using just answering that calling with, as, as I see you have certainly been doing. Uh, and so, you know, anytime, but, but we, we can't forget that even though we can you know, start businesses or, you know, whatever, do make money. Uh, one of the things that we can't forget is, is ministry is our role in ministry. And so I'm very interested in talking about military ministry. So I have a few questions for you. So if, if you would start by, first of all, explaining to us, what is a military ministry or what does that look like? A military ministry mm -hmm. is providing practical support and promoting spiritual resiliency through a volunteer leader. And it's, it's all based on John 12 through 12 and 13. And it states, this is my commandment. Love each other the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one life, one's life for one's friend. So it's all about caring about other people, showing them your love in practical ways. And as you are able to show them your love and support and to strengthen their spiritual resiliency mm. as the volunteer is able to do it. Okay. Wow. Thank you for that. That's a very good definition. I think that clarified a little bit. <laughs> well, and, and one other key component of this is that the volunteer uh, it's, it's really important that the volunteer works alongside their, their clergy. It's a partnership, really. Okay. You know, our, our, our clergy members, pastors, rabbis, mm -hmm. uh, imams, whatever, are, are so busy uh, doing their religious work right. that they really need a volunteer who can be the organizer, the leader. They need to empower that volunteer to, to, to really do this work and foster those connections amongst military connected people. Mm. Uh, it, it's, 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 it can be compared to like a small group and, and there's really no cookie cutter approach to how you do this. It depends upon the demographics of the people <clears throat> in your faith community and or in your larger community who are interested in, in coming together. Okay. Uh, awesome. Awesome. So why are my, so I'll, I'll go ahead and, and shift on to the next, uh, uh, shift into the next question is, why are faith communities ideally suited for supporting military connected people? Well, I want to give a, a lot of credit to the Veterans Affairs Department for understanding that uh, the faith community is really important in helping bringing our military people all the way home because research shows that about 40% of at least Iraq and Afghanistan veterans have a difficult time finding meaning or purpose and, re and getting back in touch with their spirituality, certainly after combat, if not after military service. Why? Because, you know, combat is very traumatic and sometimes it separates uh, the warrior from their religion. You know, where was God? Why does God let this 
why 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 does war happen? And I mean that's a, that's a whole nother discussion. But um, and so there's something called moral injury and or soul injury. They're two different things. But the faith community oftentimes has counseling <clears throat> embedded in their congregation. They certainly heavily emphasize prayer. They emphasize being hospitable and building connections and fostering a sense of belonging with um, community members. And so it's really just an ideal place for all of those reasons. Oh, and by the way, because clergy members are highly respected and it's a place of confidentiality. Uh, when, we, when we're in uniform, the, the military ministers have what we call, you've probably heard this, a, a ministry of presence, right? Mm -hmm. And they go around the, uh, the, the organizations and you know, work at building relations and work to be there through thick and thin and be a good sounding board. And it's a confidential place, um, you know, more often than not, mm -hmm. you know, pending extenu extenuating circumstances. So, that, so we come away from our military service with a profound respect for our clergy members understand that they are uh, influencers and that and that we can trust them to be confidential and and again because of the existing sort of infrastructure inside a place of worship it's a great place to nestle a military ministry inside um, that's also connected to the larger community got it got it awesome and so what what are some of the challenges uh, do you find that of starting and sustaining a military ministry well you know, Leadership isn't for the faint of heart, right? Mm -hmm. yep. um, I, I heard on the podcast you're an initiator, and you know, uh, <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm also a leadership coach, and you know, to be to to be an effective leader, you have to be self aware, and you have to be organized, and you have to follow through, and you have to you know withstand the humps and the bumps or whatever, and you know, kind of deal with the people stuff that you know sometimes can be a little challenging. Um, and so, you know, you really, you really need to have some leadership skills, some risk-taking skills, um, but, uh, and, and some, ideally to have some, uh, some scriptural basis. Now I will submit to you that I do, I mean, I had to read the scripture, right? So I don't have it memorized. Um, and, and I've been a Christian for gosh, 30 years, but real, really in name only, and, and not until the last couple of years have I really started developing a relationship with the Lord and really understanding how to submit my will and to, to, to try to understand what his will is for me. And I think part of the influence of military culture in my life is, you know, before the age of 35, I, I'd lived in at least 20 different communities. And I worked in a population with, you know, there was 15% female and you know, I've had some challenges and, you know, the military teaches us to be very stoic, right? You dust off your pants, you, you, you know, it's a get or done kind of mentality. And it's like, um, and, it, and it's, it's not a, it's not a community that asks for help very easily. So we're very independent minded. We are not a help seeking kind of people generally, because you got to buck up and you just got to, you know, get the job done, right? Especially, you know, I mean, think about the warriors who have faced combat. So one of the challenges is to, um, you know, get the people to show up, 
sometimes. Now, a, a, a rule of thumb is, you know, especially since, um, like, for instance, if you're a, a male combat warrior, right? Well, oftentimes the the wives are the ones who are experiencing challenges or frustrations and, and are seeking support. And if you get the spouse to participate more often than not, you'll get the, um, the, the, the male military person. The other thing that's potentially challenging or has been kind of in, in, in my case is, you know, I'm a middle-aged woman, right? And so typically in leadership, you attract people like you, like yourself, Okay. And so in the, in the military ministry that I started called Vet Connect that my husband and I started in our local church, um, you know, at present, the most active people are military spouse, military mom. Now we also have some, some men and my husband, you know, is, is helping, you know, kind of draw in the men, but, um, you know, you kind of have to know the demographics of your congregation and just keep, the best way I can say is keep beating the drum, keep beating the drum, keep inviting people, be resilient, keep after it, because it takes a long time to build trusting relationships, in particular with the military population who already feels disconnected, mm, yeah. who already has low trust, and in some cases feel isolated. And, and then you might even throw in, you know, the Vietnam veterans Mm. And, you know, the Viet, some of our Vietnam veterans still, still really struggle with the way they were treated when they came home. So, yeah. um, you know, you just, you have to be patient and you have to be sincere mm. and you have to offer content and activities that people are interested in. Got it. Got it. I'm so glad that you mentioned, you know, sometimes we do don't realize, uh, as, you know, myself, I've, I haven't personally, I have family members uh, who have been in the military, but I personally haven't. My best experience has been, like I told you, my one year in the NJROTC <laughs> in high school. Um, you know, you, you can't really compare it to the real thing, but, you know, you got to like just a little, like a little touch of maybe well, what, it, what it, it could be. But <laughs> the other and, thing, and I, I think uh -huh. it's, excuse me, I think it's important to mention that a volunteer military ministry meter does not have to be a veteran. Mm -hmm. um, it could be a military spouse. It could be a grandmother. It could be a sister. Somebody who's had some personal experience who knows something about military life. Right. Um, and, and so I, I suggest that you learn a few things, mm -hmm. that you understand what the resources are, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that you fundamentally lead with your heart. So, you know, being open-minded and being willing to be you know, a little bit vulnerable and certainly sensitive to different people's points of view, mm -hmm. um, because, but, but military and civilian cultures are different. Our mindsets, our mindsets are different. You know, we're all people, we're all Americans. We all love, love our country, but right. you know, the kind of the way we approach things is, is, is a little bit different. So just being aware of some of that stuff is really helpful. Right. Right. That's yeah, that's amazing. And then I imagine, so if, you know, someone say a family member, uh, start, starts a military ministry, I imagine then, anyone else can help and volunteer with that. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. They and have the heart to the, help. Right. The idea is, you know, you don't have to have served 
You don't right. have to be an immediate family member. Right. All, all those people who want to support the military are encouraged to participate. And so anybody listening who'd like to learn more, uh, the first Sunday of every month at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I offer what's called Military Ministry Matters. It's a very low cost, one hour coaching call to help you learn a little bit about military culture, to help you understand the veteran community resources, and to provide you support along the way so that you can feel comfortable approaching the clergy member and saying, you know, what are we currently doing to support military in our congregation? I think we could do more. Could we partner together to, to learn how to do this? And then you take the good information back to your clergy member or you include your clergy member in, um, in the call. So that's a great way to kind of jumpstart you, give you confidence. Again, it's, 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 not, it's not hard. It just takes a, a willing heart and uh, uh, persistence. Awesome. Well, that's that's very encouraging, and that's awesome that you do that because I think that that'll be a that's an amazing way to prepare someone and and grow that confidence that you know. Yes. Right. Well, so, and yeah. you, you need. I mean, just like in your podcast, you're yeah. inspiring women to pursue their God given uh, talents, right? And to, yes. and to and to do God's will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I in my own small way am encouraging lay leaders, people who care and want to make a difference in the mm -hmm. lives of service members, veterans, and their families to do this in a super meaningful way. And, and I'll be their friend along that path. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. So my next question is, what are some key elements of a successful military ministry? First and foremost, we're trying to foster a sense of belonging. Mm right? And trusted relationships. So, you know, sometimes when you get people together, it's messy, right? Mm -hmm. So anything you can do to build trust. I mean, we don't want to, we don't want to gossip. Of course, we want to say, we want, we want to do what we say we're going to do. You know, you've, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be organized and, and, and follow through. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, certainly asking for people's input, uh, and, and, and getting their preferences on how they'd like to spend their time. For instance, um, our, our military ministry, Vet Connect, has been around for about two years. And in my mindset, I'm thinking, okay, we got to learn stuff. I want to teach them stuff, you know. <laughs> we got we to gotta get smarter. We got to learn coping skills, you know. I mean, yeah. it's just my task orientation, right? And so, and oh, by the way, we had like three families whose spouses were, um, had PTSD. Mm. And so the, the spouses were struggling. And so I offered a course called, uh, we are stronger, an amazing video based learning opportunity had six different, uh, sections and videos and workbooks, et cetera. Well, we got through about half of it. And then summer breaks and summer schedules kind of interfered. And, and, and really, um, this one particular military mom was like, you know, I just really want to build relationships. I just really, I just really want to be um, social with people. Mm. And so we backed off and, uh, you know, we do uh, monthly get togethers. We pray for each other. We have meals together. We update each other on what's going on. But then through the month, we only get together once a month, but then through the month, 
I will send scripture to people or I will say, hey, you know, I'm praying for you or I will, um, you know, check in to see how it's going. You know, it's just, you know, I don't know about you, Rosie, but if I just know Mm -hmm. that somebody cares about me and somebody's praying for me. Mm. It, it, it brings me resiliency in my life. And interestingly, because um, in the greater Phoenix area, there's a lot of new people moving in and there's a lot of military people. Well, most of the people that join church or new to the greater Phoenix area. So, you know, looking for um, friends and companionship and that thing. So, uh, the, the question was best practices again, right? Yes. Like the key yes. elements or best practices. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, um, probably. and keep, the other really important part is to mm -hmm. keep in touch with the pastor or the rabbi or the, the main, the main faith leader so that they feel involved and informed and to support their activities. For instance, uh, every year, my pastor hosts a meet the team night so that congressional members, congregational members can meet the pastors. Well, lo and behold, as luck would have it, you know, we made sure that that was a priority of ours to show up at. And I swear, probably a third to a half of the people that showed up were people from VetConnect. Or let's say there's a, a women's conference, okay? So we came alongside the women's minister and did a project for women veterans. You know, it's all about building the team. If the, if the pastor's going to support us and encourage us and allow us to have this ministry, we certainly want to return the support to things that he or she thinks are important because, well, for instance, programmatically, how wonderful would it be to show a video on Veterans Day or a video on, on Forces Day or a, uh, do, do an activity on Military Appreciation Day? Well, it depends on the personality of a pastor, but some pastors, you know, they see their job as preaching the gospel, talking about the Bible, and that's pretty much what happens during service, right? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and that's really important. Their primary job is to bring people to the Lord uh, or whatever higher power your religion is. Um, and, and so now after two years, I'm pretty excited to say that we're going to have a special activity during Military Appreciation Month. That, that, that asks him to go a little bit outside his norm, okay? Um, but, uh, it, it, you know, it's all about building trust inside that connect with your participants, but also building trust with the pastor and the larger community, the larger congregation, and trying to include them and draw them in in activities. So we're going to have a, a military uh, care package uh creation for for uh two soldiers and uh uh and a sailor and so we're going to ask the larger congregation to contribute so you know it's a very slow moving piece and the other key element i could talk forever the other mm. key element is being a good listener mm, yeah being a good listener and you know of course being comfortable with praying and uh, being a good role model, right? Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank, thank you for that. Um, that's 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 amazing. And uh, you know, just to think uh, the the relationships when you when you told us that story of the the lady who at the end she was like, you know what? I 
I just really, I think I just need relationships. I, I just really, that's what I need right now. And then you listen. And so sometimes, you know, we do have to kind of pivot to, and that's our calling, right? So if we're going to serve a need, we're going to serve people in whatever way God calls us to serve, we have to be able to listen to people. It doesn't always, our agendas or our trainings as heartfelt and as well-intentioned and as organized as they are, sometimes that one person may not be ready for that. Maybe they just need something else that we can offer them. So the fact that you paused and you uh, focused on, on that with, with, that, um, with the woman who needed that assistance, um, that speaks volumes. And I think that that really t shows us how we do need to really listen to people and really listen to their needs. Absolutely. And, and you know, that brings up a larger sort of concept and that's just being a good communicator, you mm -hmm. know, li listening, yeah. but also providing information. And so I have a newsletter that I send out and I text people information and I'm encouraging people to participate. I'm, you know, inviting, 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 and hoping that, you know, a, a few people, more and more people will say yes. Right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, that that's really important. And the other piece is to pray yourself for God's guidance. Yeah. For, for, you know, to lean on God's understanding, because, you know, when you're a pioneer and a military ministry really is a pioneering effort um, inside of congregations, it's, it's a relatively new idea. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, um, there's a lot of proven practices necessarily. I mean, I've been involved in this for about a decade, having led a military civilian coalition with clergy members in Ohio, having led, uh, established a nonprofit that trained people how to start these up, having worked with the Arizona Coalition of Military Families to start the Be Connected Faith Network and leading my own military ministry. So I have some firsthand experience, but it's, and, and there's some guidance in my book uh, about how to do this, but you know, you're, you're still kind of a pioneer when you take this on. So, you know, that, that communication and that trust building is, and, and, and praying for guidance from God is really important. Absolutely. I, and, and that's, that's like instrumental. I'm so happy that you mentioned that prayer, asking for guidance, you know, we're not alone um, in a new endeavor. Like for example, this one should our listeners, uh, someone out there, more than hopefully more than one, many people will decide to take something like this on. And um, if God puts it on your heart, and I'm speaking to you right now, my listeners, if God puts it on your heart, I would say answer it and also pray that God will guide you and uh, and just to listen to God's voice. Sometimes we just need to listen, just need to be quiet and listen to God's voice. I've spoken about that. I've, the times in our lives where we just have to kind of stop, pause, listen, see what God wants us to do, maybe which direction we should go with this calling, and, and God will certainly be there to guide. So we're never alone. And I think even just a, a, a seed, a planted seed of curiosity is something to listen to. Mm. And so I, I invite you to come to the, the coaching calls the first Sunday of every month, 8 p.m., Military Ministry Matters, okay. going to my website, vanguardveteran.com, looking under milita Military Ministries. There are some videos there that, um, again, go over some of the things we've talked about, but also uh, a Catholic deacon and a female veteran who led military ministries mm -hmm. for their congregations and how they did it. You know, there's just a lot of creative ways to do it. And I tell you what, Rosie, this work is fulfilling. Wow. Um, I had a, a brand new couple come, uh, 
mom and dad, whose daughter had just become a soldier and shipped out uh, at San Diego, gone out mm -hmm. on deployment, right? Mm -hmm. She was on act the active duty Navy and through tears, she was, you know, just to be able to ask the simplest of questions and feel like there were people around her who were kind of experiencing the same thing mm -hmm. and at least understood the the uncertainty the fear about your first kid as you know a gal in particular you know going out on ship and she mm -hmm. was just like you know her her gratitude was just um you know just made me feel great that i had taken the taken the step to to, to pull these people together because you know what they need and really appreciate our support yeah absolutely Wow, thank you. I, I feel like I can just keep hearing keep hearing your 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 heart speak because it's just so it's so beautiful what, what you're doing and how you're helping and how you're encouraging, how you're getting your voice out there. So thank you for, for what you do. So um, of course I, I, I know you've already provided some information of how people can can connect with military with this uh, vanguard or just uh, even just to be able to start a military ministry and I will definitely have it in the show notes um, but would you uh, be able to tell us specifically like where how how would they find you where would they connect with you and then at the end I will also ask you two more questions before we end so where where can they connect with you well I would invite anybody who's listening if you're a faith community leader Mm -hmm. uh, be you a, um, a, a volunteer layperson or the religious leader in your organization. I have created a military ministry quiz that I've put on my website. It's really kind of fun. It, it makes you think it's like, well, gee, am I doing this or am I doing that? It's on a Likert scale, one to five to kind of, you know, rate where you are on that scale. And then what I invite you to do is complete that, email it to me, and then let's set up a, uh, a complimentary consultation over the phone and see, you know, kind of what makes sense for you. Should, should you participate in Military Ministry Matters? Can I offer you uh, some consulting services to help you, you know, move even quicker? Uh, maybe a larger church, you know, has been really very excited about do, doing stuff for military, but, you know, sometimes people get paralyzed because they don't have any ideas or any practical experience. Well, I can infuse you with ideas and, uh, and, and, and get you going. So go to vanguardveteran.com. Uh, what we do, military ministry, the quiz is right up there. And then email it to me at kathy at vanguardveteran.com. You can certainly follow me on uh, YouTube. There's a great playlist there for military ministry under my name, Lieutenant Colonel Kathy Lowry Gallowitz. Uh, certainly Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Um, love to hear, love to connect with you any of those ways. I also have a newsletter. I'd uh, love to have you sign up for that if you're interested. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And Kathy, so uh, my two last questions that I love to always end our podcast with is, uh, first of all, if you could name one of your favorite uh, motivational quotes and also one of your favorite scriptures. Well, the motiv motivational quote's pretty simple, but I love do it afraid. Mm. I landed on that uh, on the John Maxwell team. Uh, and, you know, as, as I'm building my uh, business, uh, uh, I am doing something that really isn't done. We have a huge gap in our society with educating our citizenry about how they can become veteran champions. 
And, you know, in order to really do anything of great meaning and purpose, we have to lean on the Lord and do it even if you're uncomfortable or you're afraid. Okay. And and you'll be amazed what you can do when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, but also when you have a plan (laughs) and, and when you persevere and, and believe in yourself. Okay. So do it afraid. That's my motivational quote. I like it a lot. (laughs) I do too. I do too. Um, Can I offer you two? Two scriptures Absolutely. on the Absolutely. one. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, this is for me as a person that I try to keep in mind, and that is. Uh, James 119, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Again, I can I can get impatient and um, you know, I I, I just want to get on to the next thing. And um, so that's really valuable for uh for me and probably for a lot of us. And then last but not least, it's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. And I believe you, uh, believe you me, this military ministry piece is very much in line with that. Our, our, many of our, certainly our Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, 55% of them feel disconnected from mainstream America. Mm-hmm. Half to one quarter struggle with, you know, getting their feet under them with getting a job or community involvement. They just, they feel so alone. And then, oh, by the way, you know, top on, you know, if you've experienced a lot of trauma or they don't understand their benefits, having this place of connection, this place to foster belonging, it does so much just to make a person feel appreciated. But you know what? It's also a wonderful suicide prevention strategy because unfortunately, suicide continues to be a a pretty big problem in the veteran community. And so again, military ministries nestled inside of congregations for for the congregation and the larger community have incredible ripple effects and uh, can potentially save lives. Wow. Amen. Well, thank you for that. And uh, so, wow, this is, I, I feel like I've been personally, and I know our listeners have been super enriched with um, just a lot of knowledge. You know, I, before, um, before even getting your first email, I had never, I would have never known there was something like this. And this is why it's important to get on these platforms and make sure people know and, and are aware that they can serve in this way. And so thank you so much for what you do. I know that not, not only for your service, of course, beyond thank you, right? Beyond thank you for your service. I love that because it really does speak volumes. You know, I know we, yes. first of all, it's important to number one, thank our veterans for their service. That's very important. But more than that, we can really serve them in greater ways. And so one of the ways is the way that we spoke about today. So I hope and, and encourage um, my listeners right now to, you know, if it's on your heart, or even if, if, even if you're like, I don't know if I can start this, but either way, you can support one way or another. You can support our veterans. That's right. Uh, again, in the book, it talks about what neighbors can do. I mean, we just tend to forget. There's a physician in the book that talks about, you know, we're all just go through life and, you know, concerned with our own day-to-day demands and opportunities. And unless you have some level of knowledge and insight, Mm -hmm. you probably don't think about that 1% of the population that provides us our freedom. You know, it's, it's human nature, but we need to change that. You know, I believe nationally, we should have a 
a PR campaign that talks about the value of veteran talent, that talks about how they're a community asset, that, that talks about opportunities and ways for you to get involved because we're really missing the boat if our citizens you know, don't understand some of this. And, yeah. and unfortunately we don't, we don't, um, inform them or educate them as, as well as we should. So I look forward to hearing from, you know, anybody who has any interest, Kathy with a K at vanguardveteran.com, please check out vanguardveteran.com, uh, backsplash. I think, you know, uh, military ministry, take that quiz. I think you'll dig it. It's really interesting. And then, and then let's chat and let's get rolling. We got a lot of important work to do and I need your help. Please jump That's on board, right. join, the, join the veteran champion movement and be a part of the win. Amen. I love that. I love that. Y'all heard it, ladies. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Kathy, for being with us today. This has truly been an honor and a great, it's been a great time talking with you today and just listening to all that you had to tell us. Thank you so much. Um, the honor is all ours and, and I definitely will stay connected with you and look forward I love to it. Look forward to a, a, a growing relationship. And, and keep, so praying, keep praying that this really takes root across the nation because yeah. the impact it makes on military connected people is really significant. Your prayers yeah. and the prayers of our listeners, mm. are, of your listeners, are, is very much appreciated. Amen. Absolutely. Will do for sure. Thank you, Kathy. And that's the end of the show. So ladies, I will see you in the next one. Thank you. Bye. Hey, sister, real quick. If you received any encouragement from this podcast, the best way you can thank me is by going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. The more reviews that are on the podcast, the more women that can be reached so that they can also be encouraged and inspired as they dream and do for the glory of God, just like you. May God bless you and guide you as you pursue and grow your God-given dreams.